What is up, my party people? Top of the morning, afternoon, evening, middle of the night when you're getting that snack and you can't go back to sleep. Yeah, you busted. You got caught. Give yourselves a round of applause. And of course, welcome back to another episode of Ask Your Cousin. Of course, I'm your favorite cousin you didn't even know you needed. Lady Painting 90 on TikTok. And of course, Lady Painting underscore MUA on the ground. What is up, my party people? So we are now after the wake of, you know, of course, the iconic moment that we all are calling Riri's moment. Um, also, Valentine's Day. Um, of course, has has taken a place upon us by the time you're listening to this episode. It's already occurred. And we're going to get to those two topics in a minute. But now we have a Ask Your Cousin moment. All right. We have a cousin, Ruby. Hey, I've been watching your TikToks for a while. Well, thank you, Ruby. I love your daily reminders. Thank you. I appreciate that. My question is, how do I stop an in- I'm sorry, that should be Anne. I'm so sorry. Stop an internal subconscious nightmare of being with my ex. God damn. Okay. They must have been a piece of work. All right. So we were together from teens to adults about 10 years of our lives. That sounds familiar. We haven't been together in about six, but stopped officially talking about four years. I don't think I still love him because every time I dream about us being together, I'm miserable, sick to my stomach. I'm sad and confused as to why we're together. Now he isn't a horrible person, but our relationship was shit. I figured. Why is my bad habit trait? There ain't shit out here. I'm going to just go back. But going back means misery. I heard that. I can't seem to uh, understand the root issue. Ooh, 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 ooh. Okay, here's here's the kicker with this one. I got to take a sip of coffee on that one because that was... A lot. So delicious. Okay. So here's here's my thing for anybody that has been in a relationship with a person for a multitude of years. And you finally, you know, go your separate ways. Y'all are finally like, okay, it's done. We're going to call it quits. Put the cat out of his misery, right? Here's the thing that people fail to realize. Just because you in the physical realm have moved on does not mean in your spiritual realm you have. All right, I know y'all are like, okay, wait a minute. She's talking ghosts and goblins. What are we doing? No, I'm being serious. Think about this for a minute, right? In the physicality, in the reality of the world that you're in right now, the reality of the world that you understand, you have told yourself, I am not going to be with this person. I am not doing this. I am not doing that. But subconsciously, have you really, truly let it go? And what I mean by that, a lot of times our subconscious actually manifests itself into the ideologies or the thoughts that we have that we do not actually think about in the forefront of the mind or that we do not want to admit to ourselves. And I'm going to be honest with you, Ruby, what it seems like to me, even though you are in misery, I think you miss the, the company of misery. And I'm saying this because of the fact that it is okay to miss a person that was once not good for you. It's just not okay to go back to a person that was not once good for you. You can miss people all the time. What people actually don't know, there was a study done. I forgot what college did it, but they say that basically a heartbreak is almost the equivalent of someone passing. Think about that for a second right now. Really think about the depth of what I just said. Literally, 
the breakup in a relationship is almost as impactful and and hard to deal with as thinking of somebody that has passed on having to move on from that because both of them are mourning a loss of something. Now, even though the other person in the aspect of talking back to the relationship, you know, they're not gone in the physical realm, but in the mental capacity of your mind, you're having to basically mourn the loss of this person. So physically in your mind, you know that this person's alive, they walk in, talk in their breathing, but emotionally, it's like this person is now having to become dead to you and you're having to mourn their loss, aka the relationship. And that is never easy to move past, especially when you have so many years and time invested. For every year that you were with a person is going to be how long it takes for you to get over them. I'm not, I'm so serious. I'm not making this up. Right now, if you got to pause the podcast, go look it up. They are saying for every year that you were with a person, It'll take you just as long to get past them. So Ms. Ruby here, if we go back to our notes, they were together for about 10 years of their lives, right? They hadn't been together for six, but they have been together from teens all the way to adults. That is a good chunk of her life that she has spent with this person. And you think you're not going to have dreams about it? That's the thing. And here's the thing. I don't want you to feel bad about it. I want you to ask yourself, what am I getting an understanding from? Because a lot of times your subconscious is trying to tell you things that you don't even realize because you're so focused on who's in the dream, but not what's going on in the dream. And that is where you have to actually pay attention to it. They call it a dream analysis. So there's a whole study on dreams where it's basically where it's telling you that either you are tapping into like a part of yourself that you don't have conversations with or your subconscious is trying to tell you something in order to protect you from something to come that it knows that you could possibly do. Like, let's say, for example, okay, let's take Ruby, right? They went back and forth off and on for about 10 years. They're no longer together. He's not necessarily a horrible person. It still didn't work. But she even said towards the end, she said, why is my bad habit trait? There ain't shit out there. I'm going to just go back. This And hey, and not shunning Ruby at all. All of us have done it. So let me go ahead and tell my little whole story, right? I mean, of course, we're still in the month of February, the Black History Month, of course, and also still the month of love that I like to call it because I still have a love for my people, okay? All right, so me and this guy went back and forth off and on for 10 years. 10 years of my life, I cannot get back. Just to reference, I'm 33. So just think about that. That's a good chunk of my life in my early years that I wasted on a situation that had been dead, okay? The problem is, in a lot of cases, so when I went back and forth with this guy, right, every single time we would break up, it would always be him breaking up with me, literally. And it would always be that he's just not in a space to be in a relationship and da-da-da-da this and da-da-da-da that, but then it would always be him trying to come back to me also, And you know, the one thing that I learned, they don't come back just because they love you. Because if they truly loved you, it only takes them one time to come back. That's it. I have heard a man physically say this. He said, if a man comes back and he actually does right the second time, that man actually had true intentions. If you have to keep going back and forth with a man, he's just coming back because you're convenient. 
Mm, I know, right? The depths of what I just said and the pain that you just felt in your stomach. You probably have somebody in your life right now that, and it doesn't have to be a lover. It can even be friends. That person that every time the shit hits the damn fan, they come right back to you every time. It's some aspect of their life where their life is either going through turmoil or they're going through a mental, emotional turmoil. And this person's always coming back in your life, right? When things are either usually trying to get better for you, you're getting things figured out for yourself. It's always the cycle. And it seems like cat and mouse. And what I'm saying is in the grand scheme of things, a lot of times we are not in love with the person. We are lo in love with familiarity. Mm, right, right. Let's take a sip on that one. Familiarity is a beautiful and dangerous thing if you will let it be. And what I mean by that, a lot of times we will stay in a familiar situation out of fear for possible expectations. And think about what I just said. You would rather suffer with something you're familiar with than open yourself to something you possibly don't know. And that's the reason why people get stuck in that monotonous hamster wheel of relationships. They get off, they get back on. They get off, they get back on. They get sick of it, right? So here's here's the cycle that you probably have gone through, right? You, you deal with the person, you're familiar with it, everything is good for the first couple of months, right? And then slowly but surely, their old habits start creeping back out, right? And then you're like, oh my God, this is why I fucking left in the first place. I'm sick of this. I'm over it. And then you think to yourself, wait a minute, but that means I got to go back out in the waters. I got to be single again. You know what? This is familiar. I'd rather stick with this than to have nothing at all. And that's the fatal mistake that women make. We will rather deal with that that us as women make all the time. A lot of us that have not healed from childhood traumas, healed from bad relationships, we think something is better than nothing. No, baby. Nothing means that you have time for yourself. Nothing means that you can work on yourself and improve your standard of living in life mentally in order for you to be prepared for the person that you're supposed to have. Do you know that if you continue to be on the same cycle, that is called insanity. Insanity, by definition, is doing the same thing over and over and over again and expecting for different results. That's insanity. And I think, honestly, Ruby, to my beautiful cousin, I think even your subconscious knows that you've brought yourself to insanity when it comes to this person. And I think that's the reason why subconsciously you partially miss this person, but it's also a reminder to yourself that this is why you left. You just have to be willing to fully let it go. Because a lot of times you can tell people that you've moved on. It sounds great. It looks great on paper. But subconsciously, you can still be there with a person. You can literally go years and every day act like you're moved on everything else. Because in your mind, like I say, the reality of things, you've moved on. You're living your life. You're doing them things. But the thing is, though... When it comes down to those little small things, like, do you actually put yourself out there? Do you actually try to entertain conversation with other people? If that's something that you want to do at all. But then have you noticed, if you're not really doing that or making yourself really available to really even interact with people, are you subconsciously still saying that you're not available because your heart is tied to somebody else? Mm. I mean, I'm just saying, food for thought. It could go a myriad of ways. It really can when you stop and think about the, the things of the heart as it is. Because the heart is a tricky, the I mean, it's just an organ, of course. But the heart wants what the heart wants. And in some realities of it, sometimes what you want is not what you need. 
And that is the real puzzle of the question. Sometimes we don't know what we actually need because we're so harshly focused on what we want. A hard reality accept? I'm going to sip on that one. Because it's the truth. Not only a lot of times we will cause our own misery by allowing ourselves to be succumbed to something that is is clearly not for us because we are in love with the familiarity that that person brings. Even the good times, the bad times, the sometimes in between, because it's familiar, we are so afraid sometimes of the inevitable of heartbreak that we still choose to break our hearts every day when we stay with a person. That's the reason why, you know, um, people will end up in, you know, loveless marriages for years and years and years, and they'll do it for the kids. And the kids know that the shit is dead. That's the reason why they look at you crazy half the time when y'all are sitting at dinner in awkward silence and not really talking to each other. They can read the room, people. I mean, at the end of the day, I want people to understand the only reason why you make a relationship work is because it's worth working on. You are not a failure at any point. Please hear me and repeat on this one. You are not a failure just because you got into a marriage and the marriage became loveless or you guys grew apart. That is life. I I get so sick and tired of people or family members or whatever it is making you feel bad for a decision that you chose to make for the betterment of yourself. Because at the end of the day, yes, when you get married, you give up the eyes for us. But if you, the individual are still not getting what you need in what is supposed to be an us situation, then I has to make a decision that can ultimately change us. I know I just said a lot right there. That was that was smooth. I know I just said a lot, but I said something that was real and I think sometimes people have a hard time accepting because a lot of times you are so familiar with the dynamic that you created that you're familiar with misery. You're functioning in misery. You're operating every day, day in and day out in misery, and you don't even realize it. Your relationship is is not even, it's a farce. It's a, you basically are being fake with yourself because you're not even really happy in some of those situations. The person doesn't do anything that you need them to do for you to feel fulfilled in that relationship. You're just there because it's familiar. And how long are you going to do that? You know? And this is not necessarily saying that that's what Ruby done in her situation. She's dealing with the the basically, I think the mourning period of a relationship where you finally get to a place of acceptance that the relationship is done its course and it's exactly what it is. It's done. Subject matter of relationships, shall we? I want people to understand something. If you don't take anything else from this episode, you may never receive the closure that is deserved by the person that hurt you. Closure is not given by an individual. It's received by the individual who needs the closure at their own merit. And what I mean by that is this person could owe you an apology 10 times over and you'll never see it. You cannot seek closure from the individual. You must seek closure from the situation. And so what I'm saying is don't stop, stop chasing your tail in between your legs, going back and forth, arguing with this person, trying to get them to see your viewpoints, trying to make them admit their wrongdoings. You will drive yourself crazy doing that. At the end of the day, You have to accept what was done, acknowledge what wasn't done, and you have to accept that you made a decision or those people made a decision in order to move forward with their life. At the end of the day, sometimes closure will never happen in the the grandeur that you feel like you deserve. 
but you will get exactly the type of closure you need in order to move forward with your life. I know a lot of these people, you know, some of these other self-help gurus or whatever will talk about the understanding of what closure is. I'm telling you exactly what closure is. Closure is acceptance. Accepting exactly who a person is, exactly what the situation was, and accepting that you may not be able to change those things. And you have to be able to move forward. That is the worst thing ever is when you allow yourself to become stagnant in your life because you're waiting on closure. Closure that you may not. There's people right now that have probably had situations or arguments with old lovers, family members, and other people went to the grave and they never got closure. They're still living in the same moment that their heart got broken 20 years ago, 30 years ago, two years ago, 15 years ago. Do you still want to be that person only halfway existing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about what I just said. I know it may not sound like it runs that deep, but it does. When you allow yourself to stay in a moment that took place even six, seven, eight months ago. I mean, I know everybody has to have their time to move on. But what I'm saying is when you allow yourself to still stay in that moment, you're not ex- actually enjoying the present. You're just not. It's not the same magnitude of living when you are still stuck in a moment that you can't undo. It's done. It's over. It's past its prime. I mean, you know, that was good primetime TV at the time that it happened in your life. But now it's time to move forward. And that is the whole point of today's episode is moving forward. That's all it is to it. And Ruby, I hope you, my cousin, hearing all of this, this is giving you something to think about, something to consider, and that you'll think about moving forward or doing the things that you think you need to do to get that closure, because that's really what it is. Right now, subconsciously, you're still having those dreams because your mind is still in a place that you once were, but you're not in that place anymore. Physically, you are not in that place anymore, but mentally, I think you're still having to grasp and understand the things that have occurred and happened because you said it yourself. You used to always go back. So even your body knows your habits faster than your mind can keep up with them. And more than anything, get the closure that you need, not the closure that you expect. And that is the one thing that I can tell you for sure more than anything else with our cousin question of the day. But now let's move over to the segment where we talk about the real world reality of, uh, you know, celebrity gossip and news, of course, and everything else that's been going on. The Super Bowl took place, of course, as you guys already know, this weekend on the 12th of my birthday. You know what I'm talking about? So it wasn't even really my birthday anymore. It was like the Super Bowl. Like that, that. My birthday was not what it was cracked up to be. I would not, I give it two stars. I would not recommend. (laughs) But let's talk about the halftime show of halftime shows that everybody is talking about still on this wonderful Wednesday. Uh, Of course, this is going to be whatever day it is for you that you're listening. Thank you also for joining the podcast, okay? The entire world and the internet is sitting on their heads right now trying to figure out is Miss Riri Savage, is she pregnant again? Now, I haven't had a chance to do a little bit more research on this topic because some people are saying it's been confirmed. Some people are saying it's just baby weight. I think it's just a little bit of baby weight, and I think it's beautiful that she did not try to hide her body. I think it is awesome that she just, you know, she went out there and she just gave gave her best life. Now, some people are saying that her performance may have been a little bit lackluster because she could not move as much as she normally would move, but... Hello, people. She had a freaking baby not too long ago. Your body still is trying to heal. This woman is doing stuff that most of us everyday women couldn't even imagine doing 
after having a kid. Like, really think about this. Your kid is not even probably like six months year old. Like, her kid is probably like barely six months, right? Kid's not even a year yet. And I'm just going to say, the kid's probably barely six months at this point. And she's out here performing a halftime show. A full-on halftime show. I'm talking about suspended in air, over here, over there, looking like a freaking boss, might I add. Very clever how they did that. Even though I really felt like I was watching a tampon commercial, that was extremely amazing. Because, I mean, come on now, let's be for real. All those things, and then she was the one little thing in red. I mean, you know, it was giving very much, you know, Kotex, you know. Um, they're not sponsoring this podcast, by the way, but I'm just saying, like, it was just giving very much always. Do you have it? <laughs> and I just feel like I was living my best life. I felt like I was like, you know what? Rihanna is performing for me for my birthday. That was the highlight of my birthday. That for sure. That definitely was the highlight because I was very, uh, I'm not a big, you know, sports fanatic or anything like that at all, but I do appreciate a good show. I definitely do. And let's give it up for the Kansas City Chiefs. And Cincinnati, um, I think, did I say, no, it's not Cincinnati. Hold on, wait. Damn, I just showed my unknowledge. But the point is, the guys played a amazing game this past Super Bowl. The little bits that I did catch and see, it looks like both teams really put their heart out there for sure, for sure. Um, you guys can feel free to correct me about the two teams in the comments. I, it's fine. I charge it to my head and not my heart. At least I was honest about it. And that's how you know the podcast is real, because everybody fucks up, you know? Everybody gets one. And where's the Superman? Um, Spider-Man, actually. But anyway, the point of the matter is people are still basically creating assumptions that she's pregnant. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know. But then I thought about when she went in the air for diamonds in the sky and she gave her tummy like a little belly rub. And, it, you know, it was kind of like that pregnant belly rub. And I'm just like, oh, so I did it. Is there another baby in the bottle? Because, I mean, I've heard of people getting pregnant back to back. I have heard of it. And that is the reason why they tell you to not do the do after, right after you've had a kid because you are fertile as hell. But, hey, I mean, more power to you. Riri is in her 30s. I think uh, the bad gal is, uh, I believe me and her are probably like a year, two years apart. I think she's like, I'm 33 now. I think she might be 35. And so, I mean, she's at that age and time where she wants to have her kids. And I don't blame her at all. I mean, go ahead and have your, you know, hell, you've been out here rocking it, creating businesses, conquering empires. Girl, have your kids and have a good time. Now, what I thought she would have had on with ASAP Rocky, hell no. I just would have never thought that. Never would have seen it coming. I, those two together in general completely blindsided me as a as a whole front. Um, not because I was like, you know, standing the idea of her and Drake being together. I think Drake is on a never-ending journey of fuckboydom. Like, can we talk about the the, the never-ending cycle of fuckboys? It's like, it's like literally to them, they think a relationship is kryptonite. And it's so crazy because Drake is just like, I mean, hell, his last album was Certified Loverboy. You know what I'm saying? I just think he's on this pendulum of like, there'll never be a woman that I can fully open myself to and trust. And that is true fuckboyism, okay? It is a thing. It's real. And we all have at least dated three of them. Yes, I said three. Three is usually the soundproof number. You've had at least three bad dates, at least three bad relationships, and you've dated at least three fuckboys. It, don't, don't argue with me. I'm telling you, you're going to think about it right now. And you be like, oh my God, she's right. 
Exactly. For some reason, it's three or more. It's never less than three. Unless you just fresh out of high school with it and found the love of your life. Which, by the way, uh, other things outside of Riri possibly being pregnant. Also, um, put in the comments if you find out if she is or not. And then we can uh, talk about it and dissect it together. But anyway, let's talk about it, right? Valentine's Day. One of the holidays I truly, absolutely cannot stand. I, I know I already did a Valentine's Day episode. I get it. I did. But we're going to talk about the uh, exiting portion of Valentine's Day. This is the part where either somebody is going to have a really great morning or somebody is going to be really irritated making that damn coffee. And that coffee is going to be strong as hell in the office today. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that. basically, here's the thing. This is what I hate about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is literally kryptonite to relationships. And here's why. I'm going to tell you why, right? All right, so let's say you take the relationship where the couple always does stuff for each other anyway. For them, Valentine's Day is just another day. That would be me and my hun. We do stuff for each other year round. So Valentine's Day is pretty much almost another day for us. Even though this was our first one together, I didn't really expect much because for one, my birthday was two days before Valentine's Day. And for two, he always does like random little cute little gestures. So it really didn't bother me. You know what I'm saying? Like when you've been in relationships where these motherfuckers did absolutely zero and your expectations on Valentine's Day are a lot higher because it's like, hey, mother trucker, you went all damn year. And didn't do shit for me. You can at least do something for me on this day. And that is the reason why I say that Valentine's Day is a dream killer. Because reality of it is, it creates this unbeknownst and unrealistic expectation on relationships. Where, you know, the whole relationship goes. Which is truly not even realistic when you stop to think about it in the grand scheme of things. Whatever goals that you have for yourself and your partner, that's true relationship goals. These ideologies that we see on social media, it's just a farce. It's just a dream sold to you because a lot of these people probably half the time can't even stand each other on most days. And they're just out here prancing around on social media like they're just in love. Um, But the thing is, it creates a false narrative that if this person doesn't do something for you on this exact very day, they don't love you at all. And that's just simply not true. I can't necessarily agree with that. Now, there are certain aspects of it where I'm like, hey, this is where you know where you stand with a person, okay? So this is to my ladies that did not get anything on yesterday. You can do better. I'm talking about you need to get a text, a phone call, happy Valentine's Day. Even if you're one of those couples, like I say again, they're like me where we really think of Valentine's Day as another day. At least me and my partner both said it to each other, right? Because I had already gotten my Valentine's Day gift, I think, like yesterday. I got a, a set of flowers, a little balloon and everything else. And so, and I, oh, my God, I got a card that literally had me crying. Oh, my God. I, You know, I was like, oh, I didn't know you had it in you. I just... I'm talking about I was boo-hooing, okay? But at the end of the day, the grand scheme of things, though, this is where you really know where you stand with a person, whether or not they actually even just took the time to acknowledge you at all on this day. It doesn't have to be about the glitz and the glamour that people try to portray for Valentine's Day, but it's like whether they put any effort in to acknowledge you at all. And that is how you know where you stand. Now, to my ladies that are going to get something today, I want you to understand something. His phone number should already be blocked by now. Because at this point now, if this man has not contacted you, didn't say, you know, howdy duty, didn't check on you, nothing, sweetheart, that's not your man. That's an acquaintance. I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. Anybody that can make excuses, unless somebody ended up in the hospital, 
There is no excuse for no acknowledgement at all on yesterday's day. That is the one day that you would actually make sure you answer your phone. It's that simple. It is really that simple. Am I a priority in your life? I don't have to be the priority because people have other things. Like if they have kids, they have a job. And also depending on how far you guys have been in your relationship, you're not going to be the priority. But the question is, are you a priority? And that is where it came down to yesterday. So realistically, you got to ask yourself, am I really a priority to this person or am I just an option for this person? And the answer sometimes may be harder to swallow, but it also is easier for you to move where you need to in your life that is where you need to be at and that's where your mindset needs to be on it's hard to sometimes accept where your place is with people that you care deeply about because they have a different place in your life but hey when you know what you know you do exactly what you need to with the information knowledge as i always and will forever say will always be power just remember that as we come down to our winding hour of course, you guys know I always got to give you guys the ending details to where you can find me on everything. If you want to get your question on the next episode of the Ask Your Cousin podcast, make sure you email us at askyourcousin, C-U-Z-Z-I-N, at gmail.com. Also, as well, you can check your girl out on TikTok at LadyPainting90. You know, it's always some laughs or something going on over there. And, of course, you can also find me on the gram at LadyPainting underscore M-U-A. Uh, also, if you guys took your fancy with Facebook, you can also find me there at Ariel Lathan. Now, I want you guys to remember that no matter what is going on in your day, there's always somebody that had it worse and somebody has probably walked in dog shit at least once today. So think about it. You're in your right state of mind and your shoes are clean at the bottom. Exactly. That's a lot to be grateful for. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, you guys, I hope you have wonderful dreams, wonderful days, and all your wishes do come true. So with that being said, you guys, until the next time, peace, love, and all those things in between.